this is the Women Leadership Show. Hi, I'm Janet Quack. For the past 20 years, I have been helping individuals to realize their leadership potential. In recent years, I have trained, coached, and engaged leaders across Asia Pacific region to build high performance teams and improve individual engagement and motivation. In this podcast, I will share tips and ways to realize your full potential and be a leader in your own way. Join me in this journey to discover them. Welcome to Women Leadership Show. I'm Janet, and in this episode, I'll be sharing with you how I work towards financial independence. I am opposite of my late mom. She is a saver and I'm a spender. I will not hesitate to spend on myself as long as it makes me happy, whether it's on pedicure, manicure, hair services. Especially, I will also love to enjoy with my friends and I'll be very generous in paying for my friends, whether it's drinks or meals, and pamper them with gifts so that I can receive the love that I lack during the childhood and having friends around me. However, I realized much later on when I do not have as much as I can uh, pay for my friends and for others um, during when we go out, it seems like not many people are around me. So I also got tired of always the one who initiate to pamper others, to pay for others. And once I stop, there are less friends and people with me. So in the past, my mom will ask me to save and purchase property so that when my HDB marital flat was five years old, I was able to invest in another property. However, I was very comfortable with where I stayed and I refused to move out of my comfort zone. Uh, as my children were very young, so I thought that we just wait another few years before we make a decision. And few years have gone, all my, all my children were in the school, neighborhood school, and I thought to myself, it's okay, um, because it's convenient, uh, we, we are comfortable in where we stay, uh, we are near facilities and amenities, so there's no reason to move out. I was also in um, in a little. I was also in debt for a little bit before the marriage because I tend to overspend. And after my first son was born, I wanted to look good and feel good, so. I went to a number of slimming sessions and when I went to the slimming sessions, they will upsell me to sign on more packages so that I'll look good. But I realized that um, after that, it bounced back and then I have to continue to, s to sign for more packages if I want to continue to slim down. So I look for other options to help me to slim down is through exercise and through uh, the choice of food that I have. So all this um, uh, has caused me and my husband to have a few arguments about managing money because I was someone that um, money can be earned back and I think that uh, it's okay to spend 
um, because we only live once. Yeah, we never know what will happen next. So um, we'll just, as long as we are not, um, we, we don't overspend too much. But uh, I, the problem is I don't have savings as well. And I don't have a goal um, uh, to plan for the future in when there's rainy days. So after attending a few development programs, which I mentioned in one of my episodes, where I attended T Half Echo programs, I learned how to manage money. Uh, I I applied immediately using the JAR system. I do not have much money to uh, break into the JAR system then, but it was the habit that helped me when I have more money now to be able to know what to do with the money. Because I remember the story that if you cannot manage small money, you cannot manage big money. Yeah, even if you strike a lottery of one million, you'll be gone in a few days' time. So I train myself. I I uh, make it a habit to do it every day. Set to just to set aside some money, just to create the habit of saving and putting aside money and see how it grows into more money. So with that, fortunately, it also helped me with my income. Uh, 10 times from where I started uh, before the uh, development programs with uh, my career progression uh, after a few promotions and uh, I earn much more but I don't spend more as well because you might heard, hear of stories where you earn more but you spend more and even though you, you, you earn a, uh, a lot m uh, more at a six figure but you have debt of seven figure. <laughs> so I... I control myself. Uh, I have managed my emotions better in terms of the understanding of money going out. So one way that helped me to make sure that the money doesn't go out every time I receive the money was to uh, auto-transfer to another account where I don't see the money. And then only after a few months, I'll just check in how much money I have. The other thought that I had at that time was to invest in property. So I know if I invest in property, I need to have a commitment to have the money installments, and so I will lock my money in in that property. But the problem at for me at that time was how do I get my first property? So I have to think out of the box in terms of managing my 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 money so that I have enough to invest in my first property. So with the bonus that I received and with, um, with enough CPF that I have, I was able to get my first property. So the lessons I learned from this experience was that it, I start with a book. I started with a book and then I went into listening to the audios and seminars and to understand what is out there and be open to possibilities and opportunities. We never know what is in it for us until we take this first step and we try. I think for me, one thing that I adhered to very closely was to apply what I learned from each seminar. Start with the first seven days I, for example, if I want to think about three success for the day that 
to to encourage me, I will write it on a book and write three success and I do it for seven days. And from seven days, you can do it for 21 days and it become a habit and you will continue to do for the rest of the time. I would think that having someone, whether it's a friend or family member, to hold me accountable for is important. So I did it with my husband. Uh, we went through the exercises together and uh, we, we are accountable for each other. So we track each other progress and how, how, uh, how are we doing in terms of achieving our goals. So ha having to do it together um, will also encourage and uh, motivate each other. So doing alone is much harder, if you ask me. Having someone, whether it's a family member or a friend who you've trusted, to be able to do it for you uh, like a buddy yeah, and fix a time every week to go through the progress. I hope that through my sharing, it draws inspiration and personal reflection for you. I believe every woman can be a leader in your own way. I look forward to seeing you in my next episode where I'll be sharing with you tips and ways to realize your full potential as a leader or a woman leadership. Thank you for joining me today. I'm so honored to have you here. Now, if you like to keep going and you want to know more about our mentorship, training programs and done-for-you services, come on and visit me over at soulrichwoman.com S-O-U-L-R-I-C-H-W-O-M-A-N.com If you happen to get this episode from a friend or a family member, be sure to subscribe to our email list over there because once you are subscribed, you will become one of my Soul Rich Woman family. You have the power to stage and compose it the way you want it to be. Sending you my wishes and I speak to you soon.